Hello, legends, and welcome to Real Estate Leaders and Legends, a California Association of Realtors podcast, where we're dropping leadership knowledge, one legend at a time. You're about to learn the secrets of success of some of the biggest and brightest in the industry. I'm Emily Horn. And I'm Sarah Sudachan, and we head up CAR's industry relations and local association services for the association. Wow, that was a lot of associations. (laughs) And we are podcasting from Studio CAR in Los Angeles. Today we'll talk to Penny Nathan, co-founder, president, and CEO of Ascent Real Estate, one of the top independent brokerage firms in San Diego. Sarah, you know what I just realized? What, Emily? Okay, Penny works for Ascent. Get it? (laughs) Penny works for Ascent. What are the odds? What are the odds? (laughs) Okay, moving on. (laughs) Okay, all right, great. Well, Penny is a powerhouse leader. Her stats speak for themselves. She started with 15 agents and has grown to 200 in the past 13 years since owning Ascent. Her passion for diversity and for her agents showed through in our interview. Definitely. Uh, but before we get to Penny's two cents, uh, I'm just full of jokes. <laughs> it's time for the leadoff. And the leadoff is what we're working on or thinking about this week, inspired by our very own Penny Nathan. That's right. Some leaders rule with an iron fist. Penny is not one of those leaders. No, she, she's not. She definitely values her position as a seat of honor. I loved when she said that. Yeah, and she and although she might be her their CEO, she really considers her agents as her bosses. Okay, Sarah, so let's talk about leadership a little bit and which leaders resonate with us and why. Do you want to go first? Sure. I think effective leaders are those that really care about their people and and we we've talked about this before those that put people before profit and um, care about the well-being of their uh, agents or even their employees and we have a really great leader in Leslie Appleton Young definitely really cares about not only you know getting the job done and all of that but she cares about how we're doing how as a person as a person how we're you know balanced and um, you know leading forward and so I really that resonates with me I think something that sticks out for me in terms of leaders and really great leaders are those who seek input from their employees or whoever's working for them. They're not all about just from the top down. They really value input and different perspectives and take it into consideration with their decision making. Yeah, and it allows you to you know, take ownership of that and be more engaged as an employee. I love that too. Definitely. Uh, Let's get into the interview with Penny Nathan. Let's do it. Welcome, Penny. Hey. Penny, can you tell us a little bit about how you came into the role you are now um, and just how you grew as a leader over the years? How I came into the role was uh, just kind of a designed business strategy. I was in a job I didn't love, um, in an industry I didn't love, but with people I loved. And um, I decided to make a career change, wrote a business plan back in 1997, long time ago. And um, in any event, so I became a real estate agent and then worked towards opening my brokerage. What, you know, I hear that a lot. Start with a business plan, start with a business plan. What are the main elements you need in a business plan? For real estate, Mm. that is. Yeah, for real estate, I think for anything, but for real estate, um, to open a, a brokerage, you really need cash flow projections because, you know, it's, it's great to have the idea of selling real estate and then you have to decide where's all that money going to go and how are you going to support agents 
um, and their growth, right? Because it's no longer about me selling houses. It's about me lifting other people up so that they can make those those business um, decisions and grow their, their sales business. So in your career change and um, along the path of becoming a broker, what's the biggest lesson you learned or maybe a mistake that you made that you learned from? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are so many mistakes I've made. I, I guess, you know, I look at it and I look back and I say, well, those have all been opportunities. Yeah. Because you make them and you keep going, then uh, they were an opportunity, right? So the biggest one I made, um, probably, you know, you read business books, it's always people get undercapitalized. And so bootstrapping along the way has been a challenge. But um, I don't know if it's a mistake so much because I'm still here and we're still enjoying the business. Can you tell us more about how that transpired? I, I love, I think stories can tell a lot. Um, I'd love to know more specifics about that. Story about the bootstrapping? Yes. Oh, boy. Huh. That's a good one. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, you either decide you're going to continue in your business path, and so every single day you look for the how can I, or you decide that, you know, it's time to either sell out or merge or whatever other options there may be, all of which are great. Um, so I think the way you do it is that you have uh, you have to forecast, you have to look at all your assets, you have to make sure that you're spending time on the things that matter and money on the things that matter. And, um, you know, it's, it's maybe just a little bit of luck and a lot of grit that, that drives you through that. Wow. So you started with a business plan and you started Ascent Real Estate from scratch, is that right? Yeah, so um, the way it worked was this idea of creating, uh, you know, a baseline of sales that those sales would allow enough, you know, gross margin, talk about business strategy, right, to pay the bills and launch the company and bring a team together of like-minded people. It was really important to us that people um, thought along the same purpose of high quality, high value, high touch. So the business plan was my team and the co-founder of our company, we came together and um, we knew if we didn't hire another agent, we'd still be able to be a team of 30 people. And um, we just kind of set off on the road. And where are you today? What's what's Ascent Real Estate look like? Yeah, so today. So we are 13 years um, under our belt going into 14 and the company has grown from a team of 15, uh, our original team to 30, and now we're at 200 production agents. But I think what's um, dynamic is we have a high production per agent and a lot of high quality, high touch um, work we do in the communities. So our our sales volume went from our first couple of years. um, I remember in 2009, we were at $10 million uh, of company dollar per year. We're up to about $24 million now. So it's been a, an exponential growth path. And um, having a couple hundred agents in our organization has allowed us to really um, reach out into the county of San Diego and create a nice uh, name for our brand. What is your involvement in the communities? It sounds like you do a lot of giving back. And what does that look like? So fundamentally, Ascent supports our agents. We have a giving program that will match um, dollar for dollar what our agents will put in 
up to $500 on any request that they make. Um, so, you know, at any given time, someone could be working on a, a local charity or they might be working for a kid's baseball team or a local um, school. And in that case, it's just a given. You know, if our agent gives, we give. And then we have um, typically two charities each year that we'll focus our collective efforts on. Um, this year, by example, there's a local uh, group called Discovery Institute, and they take underprivileged kids and they've got a school to train uh, children and mentor children right from first grade through to um, getting into college. So we've been really advocates of that that uh, Discovery Institute this year. How do you feel that that gives your agents the, a competitive advantage? Or I don't want to say it that way. I want to just say, how does it fill your agents? I mean, what do they tell you? Yeah, you know, um, the idea, Sarah, is really that as real estate agents, I think we provide shelter. And shelter to communities creates health and creates housing and creates you know, hopefully safe environments. So by giving back to the communities, what our agents feel is a real true sense of connection to what they do, to the communities they serve, and just knowing that the company's there with them, shoulder to shoulder. I mean, it could be something as simple as um, a toy drive in, you know, in one community, but just the idea that our agents know that we and they represent more than selling houses. You know, it's really about the people in our communities we serve and I think that fills us all up. It's just a greater purpose. That's the beauty of the real estate industry. Yeah, right? I like that holistic approach. Um, Penny, can you tell me a little bit about who comes to mind when you think about someone that's impacted your career in a big way? Sure, yeah. Um, predominantly to very specific people. I, I won't name them by name. They'll know who they are, but they were each mentors of mine. I moved from Chicago at a young age, um, late teens, started working in San Diego and the owner of the company I went to work for uh, was my first mentor and he did an amazing job of just teaching me the value of values. You know, what you value is what you build your company on. And um, that, that's probably the best advice I've gotten through my whole career. You know, there's tons of business wisdom, but just knowing who you are, knowing what you value deep in your heart and building your company based on that. Every time you've got a tough decision, you know the answer if it aligns with values. 100%. Can you share a story of a lesson that really impacted the way you lead Ascent Real Estate? Oh, wow. That's a big one, Sarah. Um, Yeah, you know, I I would say that, honestly, it has nothing to do with real estate. It has nothing to do with business. It goes back to childhood, and it's a a lesson about treating people with dignity. Um, I came from a very diverse community, and many people did not um, accept diversity. And as a really young child, I learned this lesson that um, each person deserves a deep level of respect and care. And I have to tell you that that has impacted everything that I've done in my life. And it, it makes a huge difference, particularly in real estate. You know, we were told that we have to learn about fair housing. <laughs> well, if you come from a place that you believe everyone treats everyone fairly or you least you know you do your best part to live that way um that that lesson has really just you know, it's launched my career and it's it's kind of made me um i think the success i am which has nothing to do with finance it has everything to do with just driving passion every day i love that 
I'm sure your agents really benefit from that mentorship that you're offering them too and showing them those values every day. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about what you look for in an agent um, and what maybe you don't look for? (laughs) Yeah, no, of course. So the first thing that I would tell you that I I say to people is that I want to look for people who will say yes before they say no. People who will say, I'll try that before they say that won't work. And then honestly, people who answer life in a way that they think there's an abundance to life as opposed to a lack. Mm. And by example, you know, it could be, hey, tell me about a time when you were working in an environment where you had a choice to either work for your own benefit or you were able to advise or help someone else on their path. So you're always looking, I'm looking for people who really understand the collaboration. Um, and, and yeah, that they're really willing to challenge Einstein's theory of stupidity, you know, in real estate, <laughs> uh, real estate, unlike many things, you, I believe you have to learn to do certain tasks, do them well, and you have to do them over and over and over again until you get the result you need. And so it's a, it's a numbers game, right? So getting people who have the grit and if you will, just the tenacity to come in and learn and do what their mentors are teaching them to do uh, with a really open mind. Well, it's 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 a numbers game, but what I'm hearing is that it's also a mindset game, right? You talk about oh, the glass half full and yeah. le- leading their business with a servant heart. I mean, that's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can do those things. You can come into real estate with a wonderful servant heart and a desire to to um, care and and do the right thing, at the end of the day, you have to have people you work with. And so in order to do both those things, sometimes you have to learn skills, whether that is, um, you know, managing an internet lead or whether that is hosting an open house or if you're doing business by referral, you have to learn how to bring those people in to gain their trust and to be able to show your character and your competency so that they become your client, then you can be a servant, right? But it's really hard to serve no one. Right. No one you can't serve. So, so. I, I, I ask that because is there a key attribute that real estate agents need in order to survive or to thrive in business? So the key mm-hmm. attribute on it is honesty. People will smell the dishonesty of an agent. Um, and a lot of people succeed through failure. They, they try and, and their intentions are good. But putting that aside, you know, just integrity, putting that aside, the key element I think a real estate agent needs is grit. Because, you know, you come into this and you want to be a professional and it looks so different on the outside than what it is on the inside. And to learn to be that professional can take years or 10,000 hours or whatever that is. And if you give up before you accomplish that goal, uh, it's usually because you don't have the grit to kind of hang in there. And um, I just finished a coaching session with one of my agents who has been at this two years. He's bankrolled some some of his own uh, resources to stay in business. And he's just hitting his stride and it's so exciting. You know, he's like, I can see next year, I'm, I'm really, I've got this great database, I've got this great opportunity. And yet, if he would have given up last year when it didn't look so great, he wouldn't be here today. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think that grit to hang in there. Absolutely, yeah. persistence, yeah. persistence, right? Yeah, you're building a business, you know? It doesn't happen overnight. 
Penny, what excites you about being a leader in the real estate industry today? The thing that excites me about being a real estate leader is the opportunity to have a, um, a true trusted advisor role. Um, real estate agents are people too. I just had to tell a client that this weekend. <laughs> um, one of my agent's clients. And by, by that I mean it's, you know, it's, um, it's a job that takes a lot of skills, it takes a lot of tenacity, a lot of grit, as I'd said. And my role is leading those leaders. So the joy I get from that is a seat of honor. I have more secrets than I care to tell. I can't, right? <laughs> so it's the opportunity to, to be there for people and to really help hold them accountable, but also pat them on the back, and encourage them when they need. Um, so that, that's just, you know, anytime you can do that for another human being, I think it's, uh, it's a, great, um, a great value that money just doesn't provide. So that deep piece of coaching, mentoring, and, um, and seeing other people succeed. That's what I enjoy most. Who keeps you accountable? Oh, my God, 200 agents. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, people say, would I ever go back in and get a job? And, uh, and you know, could I, man- could I be managed by someone? And the truth is I have 200 bosses. You know, it's right. every day showing up, suiting up, and finding a way to inspire them. Um, and to deliver on those measurables that they hold me accountable for. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely am accounted by them. I also have business advisors, um, a mentor, and uh, and I have, you know, I have my board of directors. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So how do you stay passionate about leading? You, I hear a lot about how you give to your agents. And I know how passionate you are about your company and about the industry overall. So how do you stay passionate about that? You know, I think it's kind of, it starts with the morning practice, right? I think if I could tell you nothing else, as I coach others, I need to coach myself. Right. And that is starting the day with gratitude, um, beginning to set my mindset and my intention every day. I say, this will be my best day. Um, doing affirmations, and then I'm an avid reader. I think that you have to continue to feed your mind with good things, like you feed your body with good things, and by so doing, it helps me challenge myself to be a better leader. What's your favorite go-to read? Well, gosh, there's a lot of them, but I have to tell you, I think John Maxwell's books are amazing. They're very inspirational. I no just limits. Read, like, the tenth time, yeah. um, Maxwell's think. I like to say it different ways, right? So it's think for a change, or think for a change. <laughs> <laughs> different meanings. I love that. Well, Penny, we like to do something called grab bag questions, and these are sometimes okay. some off the wall, wacky ones that may or may not have to do with business, but we like to do them to get to know you a little bit better on a personal level. Are you game? Sure. Okay, good. Let's see. If you went to a desert island, I like this one because it tells a lot about a person. What would one thing that you would bring? My husband. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Sweet. That's only one other that's person the nicest that has said one. that before. Really? Right? I don't even and, and I've asked that question a lot because I just <laughs> I think it's good dinner conversation. <laughs> but that's a good one. All right. What is your favorite podcast? Do you podcast? Are you a podcaster? Podcast. Oh. I thought you said contest. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, I love I love Simon Sinek. 
Um, so TED Talks generally, but other than that, I don't know that I'm a podcaster. I do a lot of TED you Talks. You are now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Good right. Deal. You're part of you're part of the group now. Good what's, deal. What's your favorite word? Compassion. What's your least favorite word? Hate. Oh, I like that too. What's the happiest place on earth for you? My home. That's a good one for a oh, realtor, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Penny, thank you so much for being with us. Any parting thoughts, words of wisdom that you can instill on our listeners? Gosh, you know, the only thing I would say is um, I think it's so important that we have a vocation, something that we do daily that we really love. Um, you know, there's this old saying that do what you love and the money will follow. That's not always true. Yeah. But I think if you do what you love by serving others, there's like this world of abundance that opens up that you keep that up with grit and you persevere, the money will follow. But, you know, if you're doing anything um, for other than a deep, fulfilling vocation, serving what your life purpose is, um, then I think you're in the wrong place. But, yeah, so those are my words of wisdom, you know, just really deeply persevere on those things that bring you joy every day. And bring that to your work, to your vocation, and uh, I don't think there's any regrets then. Sounds like a happy life, what you just described. Yeah, I think so. beautiful. Well, thank you, Penny. Thanks so much. We learned so much from Penny. She is a leader that really cares about her agents and just leads her brokerage in such an inspiring way. Definitely. Thank you, Penny, for that great conversation. And thank you all for listening to Real Estate Leaders and Legends. I'm Emily Horn. And I'm Sarah Sudachan. And please hit that subscribe button so we can do this together every week. And we hope we give you the inspiration and information you need to thrive in your business. Yes. And we loved hearing from you. So please rate and comment. We do read them. Let's see you next time. And until then, keep leading, Legends. Legends.